welcome to Live, Laugh, Talk. I'm your host, James Graham, and what a joy to be here with you today. In this episode, we will begin with a topic that we all need to consider in our personal lives, and that's who to invite into our life. Then we will transition to our segment, How Do We Get Here?, followed by our hobbies and special interest section, and then conclude with our sunflower message. We want to know what you think, and we also want to tell you that we really appreciate the feedback given. If I had only known how you guys would feel about a subject that we discussed in our last podcast of losing a loved one, I would have started this podcast off with that subject. Boy, have we received a lot of feedback, positive thoughts, and encouragement as others out there have lost loved ones too and have shared how they got through it. Please continue to email us at admin at livelaughtalk.com. Also, you guys have participated on Spotify. A lot of the feedback we get has been to the question asked, also voice memos. Please continue to do that and participate in the poll. And wherever you listen to the podcast, make sure that you hit the follow button so that you can get all of the new releases. The topic that we will begin with is entitled, Who to Invite into Our Life. I'm not a horror movie enthusiast, but there's one takeaway that I've gotten from a genre of them. In vampire movies, an individual has to invite the vampire in. Of course, the vampire doesn't tell them he's such, but he has to be invited. In our daily lives, who do we invite in? You see, that's a valid question. As the vampire's invite is is not to do good, it's not to better our lives. And so true with many around us of whom we've invited inside our doorway, right into our hearts in many instances. Deciding who to invite into your life depends on your values, interests, and goals. We should look for people who support us, people who bring positivity, share common interests with us. See, surrounding ourselves with supportive and trustworthy individuals can enhance our lives and well-being. Musician Nas says that we are our five closest friends. Have you ever thought about that? Who are yours? Would you want to be the sum of those people? Certain people in our lives help to shape us. Whether we wish to admit it or not, we're greatly influenced by those we spend the most time with. The people around us influence our way of thinking, the choices we make the clothes we wear, the food we eat, and even how we feel about ourselves. 
This is often why we regularly hear about the importance of drawing boundaries in relationships because we can be influenced one way or the other. When we hear the words peer pressure, oftentimes we think of it in a negative fashion. I remember my principal saying, if you lock yourself in a room with a skunk, who would come out smelling like who? Well, see, they were thinking of peer pressure in a negative way. But peer pressure isn't always a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing when you surround yourself with the right people. Then, see, their influence helps us to become better people. We come out smelling like them. And that's not a negative thing. So what qualities should the people around us possess? Let's share some of these qualities. Let's start first with honesty. See, honesty should exist in a relationship. Unfortunately, too many times we're around people who are not honest with themselves, much less honest with us. I know that I've met people well, the only thing that was really truthful about them was their name. And I wasn't too sure about that because I didn't have the birth certificate in my hand. A lot of times we're around people who can't tell the truth. But see, if we're with honest people, they better us. Well, why? Well, we have some type of, of uh, behavior. We'll put it that way. I know that I always go to uh, my brother, who is, who is my scope. See, he helps me. He's my guy. And I say, man, when I said this, or when I did that, was I really a negative person? Did I come off like a jerk? Guess what he'll tell me? He'll tell me if I was a jerk. He'll tell me if I'm making bad choices. He'll tell me if I have a piece of spinach between my teeth. See, Honest revelations, honest revelations are what we need to grow. If we get a bunch of yes people around us, we are stuck. The one thing that you want around you is somebody not afraid to tell you the truth. What else do you need? Well, we need people who can make us laugh. Charlie Chapman. Said a day without laughter is a day wasted. How true. See, laughing is good for us. It has many great physical effects. So much around us is negative. So much around us bring us down. We need people that can lift us, that can lighten the mood, make us feel refreshed. Life is enjoyed when there's a little laughter around. And thanks to their presence, they give us just what we may need. Even if it's only for a moment, it's necessary to have those with a quality of laughter. Also, we need inspiration. And when we say that we need people in our lives who inspire us, we're not talking about what they have their possessions. No, we're talking about who they are as a person. 
when we look into the soul of this individual, they lift us. Maybe they're a natural leader in our lives. When they're around, we feel like there's nothing we can't accomplish. All of us need a person of inspiration. They can convince you that dreams are reality, that you are better in your life than you thought you were. They can let you know whether to work harder or what steps to make. Oftentimes, these people of inspiration may have to be older than us because they've been here before. They know what things to watch out for. They know what people to watch out for. They know where we should go. So we want to make a conscious effort to invite that type of person into our lives, one who can inspire. We also need those that challenge us. As I mentioned before, we're good at yes people. They don't give us any challenge at all. They will have us making mistakes. Anything we say, they say, yep, that's what I would do. Yeah, let's do that. You can invite into your home a person leading you down a wrong course because they don't challenge anything. It's necessary, absolutely necessary to have folks opposite. We want to have people that can stop complacency, help us to achieve our goals, keep us from growing weary or slowing down. They push us when we need that pushing. Have the ones around you who are opposite of you. Yes, those ones will give the challenge. Horst Reckelbacher, who was the inventor or founder, we should say, of Aveda, he used to say, be a daymaker. What is a daymaker? Well, a daymaker is just that, a person who makes others' day better. We need daymakers in our lives. We need to be a daymaker, but we also... In this conversation, we're talking about what we need to take in. We need to take in daymakers. Why? Because the days are not always rosy. There's always something somebody said or something that's done or some challenge ahead down the road. What a daymaker does is help us to be able to remove all of that, even if for a moment, to clear our heads, to clear our minds. And then we can just focus on the moment. Because see, if your mind is cluttered with all of the problems and everything that's around you, you can't even think of how to get out of it. You're cluttered. But if you can get with this person that can clear your mind, it's like closing your eyes and meditating, just being with this person. See, they can help you to release all of that stress. They can make your day by clearing your mind and help you to clear your thoughts. We also need in our lives someone who surprises us. See, I think that my true love language is receiving gifts. I love gifts. I love surprises. I love gifting others. Love surprises on people's faces. 
That's what we need in our lives. We need to invite people into our homes. It gives us the gift of surprise. Maybe they just stop over and hand us a bouquet of flowers. Maybe this person calls us and talks to us and say things that we haven't even thought about, but they've surprised us with their gift of communication. That happened to me just recently. I have a cousin that I grew up with and boy, do I love her. Time and distance, physical distance, has caused us to not communicate as often as we once did. She picked up the phone the other day, completely surprised me, gave me all of the communicative food that I needed for that day. She strengthened me. She lifted me up. How? By her surprise. Her gift that she gave, a call. And she didn't shorten that call. She didn't say, oh, well, look at the time. She stayed on the phone with me as long as she felt she needed to. I tell you, that was one of the most encouraging things. Not only because it was who it was, but because she provided what I needed that day. And as mentioned, there's nothing better in the world than to receive the gift of surprise by one of your friends or even one of your family members, one who you invite in that you know can give you that perfect gift of communication for that day. Another quality to have in a person that we invite into our home is one who understands us. See, as helpful as it is to have people who are opposite of us around, it's just as helpful to have around us someone who understands who we are, who can walk through the same season, so to speak. See, this person's always going to be in your corner. They're always going to be able to help you with laughter or maybe a cry together, or maybe a pray together, because they know you better than anyone else. If you don't start having this person in your life, then you'll find yourself struggling. You'll struggle with experiences. Because the thing about the person that knows you best, they've had experiences with you as well. You can just share these things in a simple word or passing phrase. It's important to make sure that close to you is a person that understands you best. And lastly, we want to have someone around us who needs us. Because the greatest gift that we can give to another human being is the gift of ourselves. It's better to give than it is to receive. So if we have ones around us, I'm not talking about just needy people as always taking and they never give back. That's not what we're discussing. We're talking about those who may have some physical needs or spiritual needs, or maybe need a shoulder to lean on. Maybe they do have monetary needs. We can invite this person into our home. Let them know that they're cared for. Because when we no longer have ourselves as the focus, we have someone else, we're better. We're better people 
when we can take that focus off of us and place it onto another person. Yes, these are the ones we want to invite. Not the vampire-like people. Not the individuals that are out there that's going to cause us some type of harm. But we want to have around us those that inspire us. Those who understand us. Those who make us laugh. Those who are honest. Those who encourage us. Individuals who are daymakers. As well as those who may need us. All of this will enable us to become better, well-rounded individuals. So we want to make sure that when we look around our house, and we may have some empty seats there, figuratively, empty seats being lack of friends. If we choose to invite people in, make sure that we invite people in with these qualities so that we can avoid having toxic relationships and we can find ourselves becoming better people through the relationships of the people who we invite in. Cybersecurity poses a greater risk now than ever before. The question may be, what is cybersecurity? Well, that's when your information technology, your, your, your digital information is under attack and it may result in unauthorized information disclosure, theft, or damage to hardware, software, data, it could disrupt or misdirect the services that they provide. In addition, there are individuals out there that will take this information and use it for ransom. Cyber attacks happen every 39 seconds. Just think about that. 95% of cyber attacks or even due to human error. You see, it costs the global economy $6 trillion a year in just cybersecurity. In the United States alone, it spent $3.5 billion combating cyber attacks annually. This information is given by the FBI. Now, Although that number represents the yearly average spent by the U.S. on cybersecurity, one firm estimated that ransomware alone cost the U.S. an estimated $9 billion annually. Now, you may have experienced some types of, of uh, cyber attack and not even recognize it. You may get phishing emails which are the, the most common of these cyber attacks. And these emails that are called phishing, their entire purpose is to gain information from you. It seems to come from a reputable company and they'll ask specific questions about you, maybe even your social security number or any other information that they can gain in order to snatch money away out of your account or be able to 
get this information and hurt you in some other form. It doesn't just affect individuals, of course. This affects corporations around the world. Yes, the financial losses in 2020 were $4.2 billion, increasing in 2021 to $6.9 billion. And the numbers just continue to increase. Did you know that only 5% of companies' files are properly protected from cyber threats? That's such a small amount. As most businesses contain a lot of sensitive and private files, these are just not properly protected from hackers. 22% of all folders in a given company are open to every employee. As many as 53% of companies have more than 1,000 sensitive files open that employees can just glance at moment's notice. 43% of cyber attacks target small businesses. 14% of those organizations are prepared to defend themselves against these attacks. In fact, six out of every 10 small businesses have no cybersecurity protection in place at all. Now, what does that mean for you and I? Well, that means that our information is out there wide open. There's mobile devices that we use every day, and they account for 60% of cyber fraud. Yes, as a matter of fact, there's malware and other type of of detection systems that have noticed that 83.45% of malware was detected on Windows devices, 11.9% detected on browsers, and 3.2% detected on Androids. Thousands of ransomware attacks each day. You see, the FBI has informed us of these things, but rarely do we talk about it. Rarely is there anyone or any source out there saying, protect yourself, keep your eye out for this and for that. And that's part of the problem. A lot of times these internet crimes happen just because people are uninformed. There's identity theft in the United States that has reached up to 51,000 reported incidents. And just last year alone, phishing has almost tripled that with 323,972 reports, uh, reported incidents. And just last year alone. See, this is a huge problem. Hacking, yes, that's major. Phishing, Yes, that's major. And all of this goes undetected by Americans every year. We don't get these numbers. Nobody sit down and tell us exactly what's going on or what was infected until it's already done. I remember getting a letter from a major department store that said, our records have been exposed and our software was infected because of this we're going to have to cut your credit card and we're going to have to 
let you know that you need to change all of your passwords because your password was compromised. All of these things cost us as Americans millions of dollars, millions of dollars each year. And in addition, it costs our country billions of dollars to try to protect us. And even though all of this is being spent, not one dime of it is stopping anything. The numbers continue to increase every single year. So with all of this in mind, with us getting to the, the numbers of the billions of dollars spent and the millions of records exposed, 155 million to be exact, all of this causes us to ask ourselves a question. How did we get here? We love it when we get feedback from you, our audience, because you help inspire us and also give us ideas as to future shows. One suggestion that was brought in to us was for our special interest and hobby section. And the suggestion was talking about Legos. Legos for years have really been a beloved toy for many generations. However, for some, building with Legos is not just a pastime, but a true hobby. And whether you're a child or you're an adult, you're starting out, it's a new hobby. It can be fun and it can be rewarding. Not only is it a great way to tap into your creativity, but it also offers a unique form of problem solving and can be a great stress reliever. Now me, I've never tried Legos, not at all. But our individual that sent in this as an idea also sent a box of Legos. I got to give it a try. Now, some of the benefits that they say that you and I can gain from building with Legos is improving our motor skills. Yes, building with Legos requires use of small muscle movements in the hands and fingers, and that can help in that regard. They say also it helps with problem-solving skills, as you got to use your logic and critical thinking to follow instructions and create designs. Creativity is always there because there's endless possibilities with these toys. It encourages creativity beyond what you can even imagine. Spatial awareness. They say building with Legos requires an understanding and a manipulating of three-dimensional objects. It can help us there. In addition, it can boost our self-esteem. We we're provided with a sense of accomplishment when our build is complete, also reduces stress and can help us to focus and concentrate. Most importantly, it can also build social skills as there's friends and family and also teamwork and chat rooms and all types of other organizations and meetings. In addition, there are professional art forums. Yes, there has been one individual, Nathan Sawaya. This gentleman 
has been hired by Lego and then went off on his own. But he created what's called the Art of the Brick. It is the most famous Lego art exhibition in the world. It's been in over 100 cities in 24 countries, and it's entered CNN's list of must-see exhibitions. So if it comes to your town, you've got to check it out. Among the many things that Mr. Sawaya have been able to create, he created a seven-foot-long replica of the Brooklyn Bridge, all from Legos. He created a life-size Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's a six-foot-tall life-size Tyrannosaurus Rex. In addition, a six-foot-tall Han Solo, frozen in carbonite. And all of these things have been put together for a show that travels city to city. Yes, it's limitless, the amount of things that we can do with Legos. And it's also an encouragement of learning. See, building with Legos is a fun and engaging way to learn about different subjects such as engineering, architecture, and design. Now, who knows? It may lead a young one to want to be just that. Maybe they'll want to go to school for architecture or engineering just from playing with a Lego set. Who's to know where that leads? For some it has led to a change in career. As mentioned with Mr. Nathan Sawaya, he was one who just started out wanting to do Legos in his life. He was an attorney and decided to leave his law firm and became one of the most famous people in 2004 when he left that job and went to work as a Lego artist at the Lego Group then branched off on his own. He's now 50 years old and still doing what he enjoys. And isn't that the bottom line? With any hobby or any special interest, the bottom line should be to enjoy ourselves, to have fun, to learn something, and also to put this to good use in our lives so that it can be something that we enjoy. It can be our outlet away from all of the craziness around us. So whenever you're shopping for that new Lego set, maybe you'll see me. We might be on the same app. I look forward to seeing you there. This is our happy point. We get to our sunflower message. And with this sunflower message, it's somewhat of a personal one but we're going to make it one for the entire Live, Laugh, Talk community. You see, when we started this podcast, our whole thought in mind was to be able to talk with others and encourage one another. In addition to that, may it be a healing for not only you, but for me too. Boy, have I found that to be the truth. And at the onset of this very podcast, at the absolute beginning of this podcast, our subject matter that we dealt with from the very beginning was the fact that we need to be careful who we invite into our lives. Now, we talked about the vampires we don't want, but we also talked about the qualities of people 
that we do want. We want those in our lives who are honest, who inspire, who surprise us. Well, I got just that. I got a surprise. In that podcast, I mentioned getting a phone call from a cousin of mine that I love. But over time, distance, we haven't talked as much as we used to. But that still hasn't dulled that love at all. And I'm going to read a text message that she sent me shortly before this recording. And the reason why is because it is filled with so much love. It is filled with inspiration. And it was an absolute shock and surprise. And she was also a day maker. I'm going to shut up now and actually read what she said. She said, I hope all is going well with you. Words can't express how amazing it was to talk to you. I listened to your podcast. Often people say, when God made this person, he broke the mold. I don't know. If he even used a mold when he blessed us with your mom, my aunt, my son's auntie, and my mom's best friend ever. The sun doesn't shine as bright. Flowers don't smell as fresh. Life is different without her with us. We're never going to get over her not being with us. And for you, it's a million, billion, trillion times worse. But think about it this way. In your years of life, you've never had to live without her until you were forced to two years ago. Hence, feel how you feel. Process how you process. But as you do, think about this. As much as your heart aches with the void that is there, it's a pain that you have never felt before. To say it hurts seems like an understatement. All that you're feeling. Can you imagine the pain she would have felt if she was forced to cremate you? Because of the love that I have for her, I thank God every day that she never experienced that. She didn't have to experience that. P.S. By the way, just like Auntie, you're my favorite speaker as well. Ah, didn't that warm my heart? And I hope that it warms yours because see, I invited into my life many decades ago Someone who's able to look upon me now during my greatest time of loss and give me the warmth, the understanding, the inspiration, and a surprise call and letter that I needed. That's just what each and every one of us need out there. Each and every one of us need to invite people into our lives who inspire. Please continue to listen, to live, laugh, talk, but don't just stop there. Make sure that you talk to us. Tell us what you'd like to hear. Tell us what you would like for us to change. Continue to give us ideas. Also, make sure that you support us. You can do so at dollar sign, live, laugh, talk on Cash App. You can press the dollar on our support on Spotify, and also on Twitter at Live Laugh Talker. 
You can also support us by telling your friends, your family, your peers about us. And we need your ratings. Please give us the highest ratings that you can on your podcast platform. This is James and George's baby boy signing off. And as you know, I can't wait to talk with you again soon.